Welcome back to Tackling the College Life with Mel and Katie. I hope you guys are having a fantastic week. Just to put out there, we did a blindfolded makeup challenge YouTube video. That is on my YouTube channel, Mel Murphy. You can check that out. It was fun because Katie came to Tucson for two days, kind of. It was, and it so, was so much fun because we went and we saw the Eras Tour movie, which you know, I'm a crazy Swifty, and now Katie is too. Always a Swifty. She was always a Swifty, but this was like her first time seeing. <laughs> the Eras tour like ever so it was cool to see her reaction we went on the day that it came out we dressed up for it and we didn't know if people were gonna dance or not because there's not really concerts in a movie theater it's like, pretty rare yeah so I was like what's gonna go on and no one was dancing when we showed up and I was like I want to dance like Katie's like I want to <laughs> dance too this is so weird and so I think after like 20 minutes we were like we're gonna get up and dance screw it let's yeah. just go do it so we like went out of everyone's way it was kind of by the side and we started dancing everyone started looking at us we were just like having so much fun we didn't even care and then after like 30 minutes people started joining us and it was really fun and we got to trade bracelets and it was just a lot of fun what is something you did since we've talked to them last many updates no, many so freaking many. so many Katie's um, married let's see well I started a new <laughs> class that's so fun boo good thing is I have been traveling a lot I recently just went to Tucson with Melanie obviously and then I just went to Sedona and Flagstaff so that's mm super fun. And then in two weeks, I'm going to Wisconsin-Madison to visit one of my really close friends. And then I think the week after, I'm going camping in Flagstaff. So tons of traveling That's for me. That's so much fun for you. I need to be constantly on the you move. You do. And if I'm not, then I'm bored. You just gotta make sure your homework's done. So I know. So you're not stressing. <sighs> yeah. You have a fun time during these trips. Mm -hmm. But another thing we're both looking forward to is Halloween. Oh, yeah. Woo! Except midterms are right now, and I'm like, how am I gonna do everything? Yeah. <laughs> but weekend, as we say every year, is the weekend in college. It's different than regular Halloween. You <laughs> need to plan like three different outfits. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because when you're little, you plan one outfit that's maybe a little bit different than everyone's, but everyone's like the same person. A cowgirl. You see like a vampire. And then you see <laughs> a witch. Yeah, you see like all the same people, but they're all just like dressed up differently for like five nights in a row and it's crazy. So, in the spirit of Halloween and weekend, we've never really talked about parties in college before on this podcast. I think that's mainly because it took some time for us to experience this ourselves. Obviously, we're not going to beat around the bush with the topic of drinking because we know a lot of underage people do drink and we just want to let you know that these things do happen. Some crazy things happen too and we want to give you advice on how to deal with it. When you first come to college, you will run into people that are underage drinking. That's inevitable. Mm -hmm. If you do happen to go to a party yourself, even if you're not drinking, if you happen to go to a party, you might be shocked and you might be really overwhelmed about what you see. That's why we're recording this episode. We want to enlighten you about some of the things you might see, obviously how to deal with it. And tell you that you're not alone in this, even yes. though it can be a really like kind of dangerous environment. Do you still want to go out? Should you go out? We're going to talk about it all. So ASU's party life is crazy because obviously we have a huge student body, a party ton of school. people. Well, now we're a dry campus, so we can't have alcohol on the campus, but yeah, no. people still find a way to party in apartments, off campus, but you will sometimes see it in the dorms if you're going to be a freshman, so just be aware. But most of the parties at ASU are off campus in apartments or in houses, which is completely different from U of A. Yeah. When people I know go to apartment parties, it's like the party before the actual party. They just kind of like hang out in the apartment, play music, and just vibe out, and maybe like just chit chat with each other and 
stuff until they're ready to go to the big party. I don't know. Basically to just start partying earlier, I guess, mm-hmm. you know? That's really what I think at U of A. That's not the same at ASU? I mean, kind of is the same. Oh, Most okay, of the time, okay. like, you do have something small before, but once you actually get to the party, that's when the party starts. They're pretty big, usually. And then there's also house parties. Is there a lot of house parties at ASU? Yes, there's a ton of house parties at ASU. And I know specifically, because I've seen it on other people's phones, there's an ASU Snapchat story. Oh, yeah, And that's where they can sometimes post house parties or just memes about the campus. Mm -hmm. That's how students will know if there's, like, a party to go to. Those parties that they're posted online, they usually get super big, meaning, like, 100 people, maybe 200 people come and go throughout the night. There's just a lot going on. Melanie, what about house parties at U of A? There's definitely house parties. I mean, even though U of A is, like, a Greek life school, huge Greek life. There's a lot of people that go to frat parties. I know a lot about this because in a sorority, there's rules at U of A. Like, you can't get into one unless you have a wristband. They drop wristbands off every week. You need a wristband for each frat you want to go to one night. They text you to invite you. It's very weird. Will you have like six wristbands on your arm? I see girls with so many wristbands. It's crazy. crazy. They do this because they don't want a random guy or a random girl in the party doing something bad because then the frat gets blamed for it, Mm. apparently. So they're very strict with that. The thing is, a lot of guys can't get into frat parties. So what they do is they do house parties. So there's like lacrosse team house Mm. parties. Especially if like you're involved in something there'll be parties there's also like oh my friend lives in a house and she's doing a birthday party so she's inviting her friends yeah that's like a party too i think those are the most fun like the birthday parties you meet people Mm -hmm. you're chit-chatting with chit-chatting with new people but frat parties are like a different breed of parties they really are if you've never been to a frat party you're gonna be i want to say amazed but it's not amazed (laughs) it's not amazed (laughs) and it like depends on the day slash night as well like i took my parents to some frat parties in family weekend. It's crazy because they just like let everyone in so I could show them what's in this frat and That's everything. crazy. No, there's so many parents there. <laughs> so many bodies. But I will say, if you love to dance, which I love to dance, it's like basically really fun music and everyone's dancing. Mm-hmm. It's fun. If you don't really like to dance, you're more of like a talker. You're not going to talk to anyone at a frat. You can dance your way over <laughs> yeah. and then meet someone you, and then start talking. You go to dance with your <laughs> girls. You don't even go to meet a frat guy. If you, Sometimes. Why would you want to do that to Sometimes yourself? Sometimes girls do that. They're like, oh, I just met this person. But oh, I just met this person. The thing person. is, you have to understand that that frat guy meets girls every night. Exactly. You can't do it for that. Make friends with them. But don't try and find a guy at a frat party. If you're at like a house party, maybe find a guy or a girl. If you do go to a frat party, obviously make sure you go with a lot of people because it's scary and we're going to go into things that we've seen. Mm-hmm. So be safe. But go and dance with your girls because you'll always have a fun time when you do that. And if you're a guy out there and you're like, why don't guys get to go to frat parties? This sucks. I don't want to be a part of a frat. It's not all that. You don't have to be a part of a frat in order to go to certain parties. Yeah, and then understand, like, basically all of our 20s, we're going to be able to go to a bar or be a part of these things. Mm. It's fine, okay? It's, not it's that, just like it's really these not that two to three years of your life where yeah. you're like, well, everyone's going out right now, but that kind of leads into our next point. Does everyone party? Does everyone go out on a Saturday night? Or a it Sunday may night. seem like it on social media, but you're wrong. You're wrong. I know some people that study in the library until like 3 a.m. and it's on like a Friday or a Saturday night. So not everyone.
fucking parties. Yeah, but even though you said that, it doesn't mean that if you don't party, all you do is study. You know oh, what true. I mean? Like, you still have fun. <laughs> I would say my freshman and sophomore year, I never really went out. I no. like went out, you know, like been to a house party or like, okay. I barely even went to frat parties because I didn't have like good groups of friends to go with. I think it's important mm-hmm. to be surrounded by people that you feel safe with and who you know will take care of you if anything ever were to happen. You want to make sure that you feel safe, exactly. you can have fun with them. And so this year I have kind of found that so far and it's been nice because it's been fun to go out with them. Even when I wasn't going out those first two years, I was still doing stuff like going to dinner with friends mm-hmm. or having a night in. Or like a movie night. Love working mm-hmm. out at night and coming mm-hmm. back and cooking. Things like that. I think it's important to not judge anyone that parties and that stays in. And if someone you know likes to party a lot and you don't want to and they keep peer pressuring you, that's, that's someone you shouldn't be around. Mm-hmm. If you like to go out, have friends that like to go out. If you like to stay in, have friends that like to stay in. But don't just do one or the other because you want to please the other person. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that it can kind of be lonely when you don't party. I remembered for a couple years, I just felt like I was on the outside mm-hmm. because I just didn't find enough people that didn't want to like go party every night. And for me, that's just something I didn't want to do. But as the years progressed, I have met a lot of people that are just like me. Mm-hmm. Don't like to go out as much. Yep. They like painting and like doing cute <laughs> activities that I like to do. Go to workout classes. Yes, like part of this like exactly. workout club. It's like all these girls are the same as me. I'm like, thank the Lord. So these people mm-hmm. are out there. Have you ever been peer pressured, Katie? As a freshman in college, I wasn't necessarily peer pressured, but I was questioned when I said I didn't want to drink. Mm. People would always ask me, why don't you want to drink? Like, oh, you aren't drinking tonight? Why aren't you drinking tonight? Like, sometimes I just didn't want to, or I didn't want to get some of the negative consequences, like maybe a bad hangover or making bad decisions. I don't know. It's kind of like, sometimes I just didn't feel like drinking. Some people would ask why I wouldn't be drinking. In that case, I would sometimes feel peer pressured, but most of the time I knew it was because they They felt insecure. Oh, maybe. Like, they felt like they needed the alcohol in order to have a fun time, so they were curious why I wasn't also Mm. indulging. Maybe they thought I couldn't have the same fun experience. Mm. I always said, like, oh, I'm not doing it because I have something early in the morning, or I don't feel so good, but I'm still here to have a really fun time. If you say something that's like, oh, I don't feel good, or oh, I have to wake up early, most of the time, people never pushed past that, and they never questioned it. Yeah. Which is Which is a good excuse to why you did that. I always say it's a mindset. It really is. Because a lot of people would also ask me, like, you wait, you're not drinking though, but you're gonna go to this party? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, bro, (laughs) it's just a mindset, guys. You're either in the mood or you're not. And if Mm -hmm. you're not in the mood, just don't go. So I've always had, like, a fun time, and I wake up in the morning feeling amazing, and they don't. (laughs) Okay? And I think that's great. Like, knowing your boundaries. great. Knowing when to not. I'm in control. Like, yes. I feel kind of empowered Mm -hmm. when I'm the only sober person in the room. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? Going along with that, it's not just drinking. It's really, like, a lot of substances in college. It can be scary if you don't know about these things coming into college. If you don't have the knowledge, you could easily just be like, okay, why not? Oh, I'll try it once. Yeah. What's what's one time gonna do? No. No. (laughs) People would also ask me, wait, but do you smoke, though? You don't get hangovers from smoking? And I was like, bro, (laughs) no, I don't do that either. And Mm. it's not because of the hangover. It's just because I don't want to. Like, you just don't like it. And I think it also scares me a little bit not knowing how it could affect me. Which probably a lot of people feel as well. I think the reason why people ask 
why don't you do this is because they think if you don't do it you judge people who do it mm-hmm. which makes them feel a little insecure and that they're doing something wrong. There's a lot of insecure wrong. people then. <laughs> if you are appeared pressured just be confident in who you are. I honestly do think there are some people that don't know they're peer pressuring but they're just drunk and having a fun time. Mm-hmm. Just don't let that get to you. Stick up for yourself and still have a fun time because I honestly feel like if you think you need a drink to be social or to have a fun time that's an issue. That is an issue. So yeah. use it as a challenge to have fun sober. You can be sober to also go out. You don't have to have FOMO mm. and not go out. But mm. again if you don't even like it which mainly means that you don't like the people you're with because if you like the people you're with if you like to have a fun yes. time no matter what. Exactly. Then don't do it. How do you know if someone is just drunk or if they're not okay drunk? I think the biggest tell is if they literally cannot walk. They are falling over with each step. That can be a big tell or if they're like slurring their words and like cannot speak properly. Mm. If it's your friend I say obviously help them but if it's someone you don't know I also say help them but I'm gonna ask Katie the same thing in a second but if you're a guy it could be hard because if you're a guy that just wants to help a girl that's great and all but it could look bad. If you're a sober guy trying to help a really drunk girl people could think you want to take her home or you're just a bad guy. So if I was a guy I would ask some girls to check on her for you. I say that because girls always got girls back. Yes we do. Girls are amazing. That's why I say if you're a girl and you see someone in need of help go up to her ask her are you okay? Where are your friends? Did you want to go home? Like ask her things and make sure she's okay. The biggest thing is if she can't talk like yeah, Melanie yeah, was saying yeah. if she is like incoherent and you can't understand anything she's saying then I would immediately try to find someone she knows at the party. Not okay drunk is like they could be roofied. They could be in danger. Yeah. And that's why I think you need to help them. There was this one time was last year for the first football game back everyone was in line and I saw these two girls like laying down by the side of the Ugh. stadium. They're literally like laying down. They look so drunk. And so we went over with my friends and I was like hey are you guys okay? They're like yeah no yeah we're fine. Like honestly they probably could have got back fine but they were very like hard to walk so we took them back. Oh wow to their dorm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Freshmen. Which is what I see a lot because they've never drank before and getting peer pressured. They don't know their limit and mm-hmm. they just keep drinking. It's just so scary. There's yeah. one thing to be not okay drunk where it's dangerous mm-hmm. versus like they still need help drunk kind of thing. Like yeah. but both yeah. ones are still like you should help them if you can. If you can. That all starts with just asking hey how are you and trying to find someone that they know. Yeah. Because like yeah. you should never leave them Calling alone. Calling someone they know. Yes exactly. That we're not someone saying knows. like we're bringing a stranger back to our room. Like, oh no. No. We're that trying to get happening. someone they know. We're trying to walk them back to where they live. I mean not alone and making sure they're not driving. We're just trying to make sure they're safe. That is very valid, Mm -hmm. I think. Speaking about dangerous things, I did mention roofies and if you don't know what that is, they literally tell sororities this because they know it happens. You can get like um, a Pepsi from a frat because they have different drinks or even a water from a frat and you could get roofied which is like a little substance that is put in your drink that basically makes you black out and not remember anything from the night. So which bad. can be very scary. That is why like if you see someone that is incoherent and needs help, someone put something in her drink, which means they could be in a dangerous position. If there's a really drunk person with a guy <laughs> just does not look good, act like you know her. Be like, hey, yeah, how so are you? they get intimidated. You know? Yeah. Like what are you to... doing with my friend?
friend. Yeah. Always questioning the situation. And it's hard to know when to do that because sometimes they're just kind of drunk and that might be their boyfriend. You don't want to impose. Yeah. But Which, it's always better to be safe than sorry. This is why mm. it's important to be with people mm. that you know. But at the end of the day, if someone is like not okay, not okay, like cannot stop throwing up constantly, literally not okay, you need to call 911. Yeah. They might get, need to get their stomach pumped yep. or it could be even of a worse situation. They could possibly die. Like you need to call 911 if that's the case. Mm. It sucks because I encountered a scenario where this one girl was not okay. She would kind of like go in and out of a slumber and we wanted to call 911, but she was in a dorm room and she was out of state. So she didn't have insurance. And oh. if you were to call 911, they would probably bring an ambulance and it was just yeah. a really bad situation. Don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. That's why you need to see the warning signs. But the biggest thing is to know your limit. And mm. if you're testing your limit, make sure you have a good group of people around you or resources to help you out because you don't ever want to be in a bad situation. And if you are trying to help someone in a bad situation, make sure you're giving them a lot of water, of electrolytes, some crackers, fan, cold <laughs> shower. Do a, the best you can, but don't feel bad for calling 911 if you're really scared. It can be a learning lesson. A bold move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a learning lesson. That's a big freaking learning That's lesson. A- <laughs> Let's say people are in a dorm room and they're partying right next to you and you have a big test that you're getting ready to take on Monday and they're partying. Do you tell on them? Do you rat them out? I'm gonna tell you what I would do, but I don't think you guys should do that. But for me, I am just not a confrontational person, so I would just try and sleep through it, put my AirPods in and <laughs> sleep through it. But if this happened like every night, that mm. is when I would actually think about either saying yes. something or telling the CA or RA, which this still happens in apartments, by the way. That yeah. doesn't just happen in dorm rooms. But what I think you should do, if it actually <laughs> really does bother you, is say something. Blah. You're gonna say something, but the say thing is, something. this is the thing. They might be drinking or whatever. You don't know. They're all with their friends and they're literally going to start pointing at you. I, I don't think, I'm not saying mean. when you should say something, do not say something yourself. Always go to someone of authority like a CA or an RA. Oh. Always go to them. Never confront the party yourself. And like, don't say who you are either. And like. yeah, the CA and the RA will never say, okay. oh, room this, 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 so that you're being loud. No. All we're going to say is someone gave us a noise complaint and okay. we're here to tell you to quiet down. If you don't quiet down, then we're going to have to bust the party. That sort of thing. Okay. Never confront them on your own because that will create terrible, okay. terrible social instances <laughs> yeah. for you. No one wants to be pointed out as a snitch, but if you want to live your life and get a good grade for this quiz or you're just trying to have a chill night and watch a movie, don't be afraid to speak up. I agree, yeah. We talked a lot about parties, but what are some other ways that people can have fun? I think everyone loves a good movie night. Everyone loves a good movie night. Yes. Snacks. Yes, I think it is harder to meet people if you don't go out because you're probably doing the same things with the same people, which is still fine, but that does make it harder to meet people. In that case, I think it's really important to join clubs. One thing that people love to do at my school that I've just noticed in a lot of my groups is to go salsa dancing. And our salsa club is really popular, especially right now because they host a ton of socials. Everyone has a great time. That reminds me of there's this one place, it's kind of 20 minutes away though. It's called Whiskey Roads. It's at 9 p.m. on Wednesdays or something and they teach you line dancing and you don't have to be 21 to get in they put an x on your hand and then i think they kick you out by like 10 or something because that's when mm-hmm. only 21 and up can be there like, that's, that's always a great fun. thing if you love dancing oh, we love try this. salsa dancing try country line dancing see what's at your school because there are so many fun things to do on a weekend that yeah. don't involve and drinking. this is the time to figure out what you like to do at the end of the day even when you can start drinking it's not a great habit you 
want to be able to know what you like to do and this is where you can figure this out. Exactly. Do you like to dance? Do you like to paint? Do you like to work play out? Play sports. Yeah. I know every Friday last semester I used to play a volleyball game and it was so fun and yeah. that was my Friday night and I just had the best time ever. You're not lame for not going out on a Friday exactly. night. Exactly. Don't worry there's people that will enjoy the same things you do enjoy. We honestly really wanted to talk about this for a whole episode because I think it's important to know going into college that these things happen. If you go out and you want to experience it then this might happen to you. So we hope you learned something. We're not saying these substances are like horrible like obviously once you're 21 you can drink and do these things mm-hmm. and like people do that but when you're underage it's harder because something could happen. God mm-hmm. forbid you can get in trouble. And it's also a time when your brain is developing. Yeah. That's you're so trying hard. to find yourself. You're in a really hard spot in life and these substances can get abused. Some people do rely on them for social yeah. situations. So try not to let that be you because there are other <laughs> fun things you can do yeah. other than drinking. And we're here for you so if you ever need someone you can always mm-hmm. DM us or if you just want to talk about something you can also DM us as well. We have a Facebook group if you look up Tackling the College Life or you go on our Instagram one of our stories or even our bio has the link to the Facebook group. We really just created that so anyone can say anything and we could basically respond to you and you might have the same question someone else does. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Like Melanie said before, we hope you learned something. And we hope you have an amazing Halloween. Have a great time. Have a safe time. Yeah. Have fun. Enjoy going out. Enjoy If you do want to go out, yeah. Maybe you're just passing out candy this year. Make it a fun time. Life's too short to not. Well, we will see you guys next month. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for listening. Follow our Instagram at Tackling the College Life. If you have anything you want us to talk about in the future, feel free to reach out. Check us out every month for a brand new episode on Tackling the College Life.